Hi, welcome back to the Chasing Tone Podcast. I'm Travis. I'm Max. Brian. I'm Frank. Okay, nice. Well, I have some news, right? Um, there's been a lot of people. I, I read the comments. Thank you for the nice ones. The, the bad ones, I, I listen to. So much so. So much so. Especially the ones saying I talk too much. That I've decided not to talk anymore. No, for real though. I uh, this will this is this is my last episode of the Chasing Tone podcast as a host of Chasing Tone podcast. Uh, I can't, you know. Hashtag <laughs> boo. Did you say boo? <laughs> no, I uh, I have received an opportunity so far removed from the musical instrument industry, but um, I received an opportunity that I really couldn't pass up. And if there's one thing Brian has always preached to everyone is personal growth and development. And stay out of the music and industry. And stay out of the music <laughs> industry. You gotta grow, you grow up, all you want as right. long as it's not into my <laughs> yeah, space. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> grow all you want as long uh, as you're not competition. <laughs> but, but no, I, I've got an opportunity and I've accepted said opportunity. Um, this isn't a take this job and shove it kind of situation. Right. It's because I mean I I hope to still be back as a sure, guest yeah, every now and then. A guest appearance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I just feel like um, I I should let you guys know so it's not just like poof, uh, like what were you saying, a cloud of smoke and then yeah. I'm just gone. You know what I mean? Right. But enough <laughs> of that. Oh, by the way, thanks for listening and giving me a voice and and playing along with my stupid hashtags. Aww. I guess I gotta say. I need some clear eyes so I can put it on here. It's yeah. a tear. Can you do that on the computer? Yeah. Just put in like horrible Photoshop. Like, yeah. Here, like, just, <laughs> just ridiculous. Her, her just yeah. coming out. Yeah. <laughs> not bad for a <laughs> little talent show. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now Bob's got to add it. Oh. Add it back. You're yeah, welcome. So we've had a pretty, you know, we did pretty good for a crappy little talent show, right? Yeah. But, uh, so, okay, let's get down to the, to the tone aspect of this chasing tone. And uh, they're yes. like, because you know the people who hate me anyways are like, oh my God, he's still talking about how he doesn't talk anymore. Leave right. now. Yeah, right. And now he's talking <laughs> about leaving. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Just stop talking and let Brian talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's back. You guys aren't getting rid of me because like I said, this is the last one. But I, I have <laughs> 20 minutes and I I'm going to use voice. it. Yeah. yeah. You know how some guitarists play all the notes? Travis says all the words. Yeah. He's going to say all the words all before, the words he, right before we say, yell cut. True. He's going to say all the um, words. But, okay, so do you care if we just just use Frank on this one? Or do you want to save that for later for you guys? Oh, just do it already. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Have you tested? We have not done it on the podcast. But obviously Frank has, has tested this. Um, but I'd like to hear your findings. It's, okay. Have you tested the Fishman pickups that Frank Falbo spoke about on your oh. podcast? The fluence. Yes. Um, I've played them. I don't know what he means by like test. I mean, yes, I've played them. They sound great. Um, and then how do they compare to traditional Gibson PAFs and Strat pickups? You should make a comparison video. Well, um, we don't really, I don't have the access to a bunch of pickups yeah. to be able to make a video. But Send us um, the pickups though with gu in, in guitars. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. In the same guitar. Yeah. You know, I'll put a set in my preferably house. nice one. I'll see but, what I can do. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no promises. But obviously, obviously you've tested them against, uh, not tested, but compared them to yeah. other pickups. And you've spoken in the past about how you can actually voice individual pickups to get the tones of the PAFs and yeah. things like that. So, I yeah, I mean, when we were voicing them, obviously there's target pickups in mind, you know, 
um, you you can make new pickups that sound new and weird, and right. no one will like them, and that's ridiculous, you know. So, um, but it's we I talked about this on the on the other podcast. You can also get one kind of pickup, like a PAF type of pickup, or a JB ish thing, or whatever, and you I buy mean, ten what's, of what's them. What's JB mean? Oh, it's uh yes, jazz blues is the official meaning. Okay. Um, but did you know? Certain... I never knew. I was uh, Joe Bonamas. <laughs> no, no, the, the old yeah. one because yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. see. Oh, um, but, but so Seymour made those pickups for Jeff Beck at some point. Oh, um, okay. And you know you don't you don't use those pe- you know, people's names unless it's there's signature names and likeness agreements and things like that. So gotcha. It was just easier just to call it that. You jazz know? blues. Gotcha. Yeah, it's just in and it was the seventies and there wasn't a lot of pickup names being used at the time and so right. it was just a normal it's just a name to use so um but you buy you know 10 of them and they're all kind of different you know or you go through a hundred vintage pafs and there's holy grails in there and there's some dogs in there you know so yeah we we um we used obviously like the best examples um like one of my jb's happens to be a double cream one from the 70s that says the JB model on the bottom and a awesome. sticker. Yeah, it's, it's a, I mean, it's a holy grail JB. Butyrate bobbins. Can I have and, it? Nope. And <laughs> butyrate. Uh, so just, I mean, and it's aged by now, and it's just, you know, it's a really good one. And so, but if the question is like, if, you know, am I going to put these in and then get some sort of a different feel like when I put in, like when someone switches to like EMG active style pickups right. or something like that, like, no. If you're a PAF fan, then the classic PAF voices of Fluence should hit you like right in the comfort food. You know what I mean? Right. It's like it's mm, everything food. that you want. It's more of all the things that you want in one, and it's less of the things you don't want and things like that. And literally last night I was with a friend of ours. Um, he has EMG sitting in a guitar, and he's like, I don't have a soldering iron. So I can't, I've been meaning to try these Fluence pickups that he bought. He bought the moderns. And I was like, oh, it's a quick connect plug-in. I'm like, you can hear it. We can just hear the voices oh, that's before sweet. we wire it up, you know. And we're just at the guy's house. Right. And he plugs into the amp. I plug it in. And he's like, and it happens with everybody, like all grins, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, where it's like, I can, I can feel what you're talking about. I can tell what you're right. talking about. It's the stuff, it's the stuff I want. Right, and yeah. the thing that that really intrigues me about the the Fishman Fluence is the consistency from pickup to pickup. Yep, that's the thing that intrigues me because unfortunately, unless you're willing to do like what you do, and that's trash a lot of parts or not be able to use them in a specific pedal due to the the tolerances and due to the specs and how they're measuring. Mm-hmm. Unless you're willing to do that, you cannot get consistency on almost right. anything. Right, you can't build a tube amp or a guitar pedal. And and just order parts and not test them and then put them in and right. play. You can, but well, if you do that again, lots, lots they're not going to do. They do, yeah, but it just widens the window. Exactly. You know? And so and same thing with pickup making. Now I don't care what kind of science you implore in normal pickup wire winding. I mean the annealing process of the wire, you know, produces inconsistencies in the wire. I mean there you will you do, you have a window. You can have a tighter window than your competitor. And right. say, well, my pickups are more consistent than right. this guy's because this guy's hand scatter winding, which sounds pretty good, but hand that's scatter the winding? That, that's the thing that's that always is not troubled consi- I'm sorry. I don't care. I mean, there's, 
how do you how do you rectify that? You're like, maybe well, if you can play it's gonna be more them. consistent because I'm doing it by hand. Like, no, I'm no, but so I'd have to make a robot that did the thing you did by hand, make it exactly the same every time. But then that's not hand scatter winding. That's machine Robots, winding, yeah, yeah. but in a different right. you know Robots. scatter pattern. So you want the tolerance without the tolerance? Yeah, exactly. There's no way it just can't be done. Right. So pickups will have a they'll have a window. Symbols are the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, play yep. a symbol. You know, it's like you should play one before you buy it. You can order, mail order them, but you know, if you have a chance to try a couple of different symbols, mm-hmm. go play them because they just can't. It just can't be done. The way that they're smashed out and lathed and everything like that, mm-hmm. they can get close, and then it's still up to you. You know, there's still going to be some variance between them, right. and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with right. that variance, but but that's pe- what. But you can also see why it's intriguing to me yeah. to have something that's not supposed to be that way right. be that way. Yeah, because traditional thinking yeah. and everything has taught me that. You can order the world's best pickups, but you may have to order three or four of them to find you right. before you find that holy. Like you said, the PAFs. Yeah. I mean, how many are you really going to find? They're that all are, over the mar- They're all over the map. Just like, and I, I always go back to amps, mm-hmm. but like I had a '65, a 1965 Deluxe Reverb, which is supposed to be one of the holy grail of amps. Yeah. It was a turd. Yeah. I have it, your your hot rod deluxe or whatever yep. smoked this amp yeah. like not even in the same cat. Yeah. I retubed it, I recapped it, I tried everything without dropping serious money into the amp. Yeah, and I even you know I, I wound up selling the amp. I put a video of me playing it up so people knew exactly what it sounded like, right. and somebody out there thought it was brilliant. Yep, and maybe they made it sound better than yeah. I did. Yeah, but great. dude, there's turd just because it's old and vintage doesn't right. mean it's not a turd. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is some of the, like the most. Pres- pristine vintage like acoustic guitars and even electrics if you find like the clean ones it's like well that's because in the 60s and the 70s nobody the 80s, dug it they didn't like it like nobody played it because <laughs> right. it wasn't a good one you yeah. know and so now you're like oh my gosh it's not even scratched museum you know, quality it's like, well, yeah because no one played it and there's the <laughs> other stuff like well nobody played it and therefore it wasn't vibrated you know so it right. didn't age well you know because it wasn't played mm-hmm. and that part's true as well but um but that's the funny, like I said, that's the kind of the funny part about finding a dead mint 1950s or 60s something yeah. or other. Mm. It means that like in the 70s, somebody was like, I don't like that one. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't mean know? any of that. Yeah. Or can mean that, right? Yeah. Right. There's always closet classics. But, yeah. You know. Or there's the yeah, there's flip side. Like um, I honestly, I would put my Plexi, my, my 68 mm-hmm. up against anything. Yeah. And it's all original. So I kind of worried because when I looked at it, like here's a little tone nerd thing that people might like or might not. But the old vintage Marshalls, when they left the factory on the turret board where the solder joints were, they would put red dye on them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, yeah. and that way you could tell if somebody's messed sure. with it if the red dye was gone. Well, you know, and obviously you can replicate the red dye, but the red dye over age would tarnish and oxidize and turn to gold. So you have to know what to look for. But anyway, I did my research. I ran this amp by a couple techs. It was all original except for one tube socket and the standby switch. Yeah. So I'm wondering, oh, man, it's all original. I wonder if it never got played, da-da-da-da-da. But the cabinet was thrashed. Yeah. So I was like, Oh yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> good. <laughs> and and good. you know what? I, I was right. I got lucky. But yeah. like you said, most of the time when you see something all original, pristine, and vintage, not necessarily because it was taken care of. It's because it was shelved. <laughs> right. right. It could be. Yeah. But and back to the consistency of the pickups. Yeah. Um, I think that's to, that to me alone is the intriguing to why I would say. For instance, let's say you're playing somebody else's guitar and it has uh, some type of PAF clone. Sure. You're like, oh, man, that sounds great. Then you go buy it, and you're like, 
sounds good, but something's missing. Is yeah. it my guitar? Right. Well, the thing is, is if you hear somebody playing a, a Fishman Fluence, then you can go buy that same pickup. Right. And in that case, you'll it is know your guitar. Diff- right, you'll know that the difference is tracking the guitar. Exactly. And we did count. I mean, I've worked with pickups a long time. We've done countless tests, just depending on whatever it was we were designing at the time, but where, you know, you, you test a pickup, and you, you have two guitars that are identical, right? And we even went so far. I've done this for several co- different companies now, but, you know, building guitars that are from the same tree, the same planks of wood, mm. you know, so that's as identical as it's ever going right. to be. Um, but then even still, you perform those tests, you get to where you understanding what it is you're listening for, and then you swap the pickups and you see if the ch- difference is, if the, the Delta follows the pickups or if it follows the, the guitar. guitar. Right. Um, and of course, when you make the guitars be the same, mm-hmm. it's, it follows the pickups almost all the time, but you can perform tests with a couple of Epiphone Les Pauls or something where right. they're and not, the tolerances are, yeah, yeah, they're not that great. Maybe they're kind of different from one another. But as long as you cross-check it like that, you'll know, mm-hmm. you know, and and so you don't need fancy special stuff to be able to. You just need really it. good ears. You need good ears, and you need to know. Like I said, you need to just take the, the time to now flip it right. and make sure that what you're hearing is is in the guitar versus whether it's in the pickups, you know. Uh, but yeah, having consistent pickups, and then what's cool about the fluence is they're so the, the frequency response is so big, the dynamics are so sensitive that it's like in a mediocre guitar, it's still going to make that guitar sound better. And then, but not in such a way like that masks the sound of the guitar, like, oh, the pickups are just taking over. Right. It's really open. Say I have a guitar, I wish the pickups would take over. Yeah, so, well, we can talk about that too. Okay. But it's so open and dense in the sound, like in the actual tonal, you know, density, that... If you put it in a four thousand dollar guitar that has all these great acoustic properties, like you're gonna hear those nice. better than if you had stuck in, you know, a passive PAF type of pickup. Right. And and mm. you know something we've there you go. <laughs> if it's yeah, something we've yeah. talked about before, Brian, <laughs> is um is the ear for tone. Mm. You know what I mean? Like just about anybody can build a pedal. I mean, and not trying to take away from what you do, but that doesn't mean it's going to be good. Right. Because you have to be able to hear it. That You have yeah. to get over your own pride a little bit. You mm-hmm. have to get over your own and be like, I built this. You have to be like, I built this and it sounds like a turd. Right. <laughs> you know, what could I have done different? And, and there's a big difference between building a couple pedals for yourself and right. building a couple thousand pedals. <laughs> well, of all course. The same thing. Of course. <laughs> but, but the thing is, is that's what drives me nuts. It's like, if... People don't realize that the ear is the most important thing. That's why right. you, hearing you do all these tests, not just like, well, on paper, the math says they should be the same. Right. You know, it's like, okay, that might be a good baseline to start. You oh, know? Man. Yeah, you have no idea how many discussions I've had with engineers who will tell you that these two things are the same. <laughs> and that's like your first yeah. clue yeah, right? that it's time to dig a little, little bit deeper, mm. you know, because I talked about this in the other podcast, but it's like, our ears and our biofeedback loop with an amp, I mean, it's so sensitive. It's like we can hear, you know, our body is, is constructed in such a way that, you know, a little tiny stick breaks and we're like, oh, that was a deer right over there, you know, yep. if you're hunting or whatever, right. you know. And, and, and or wolf. Yeah, or it's like we, there's <laughs> no. so many things that we can bring, that we can sense 
that I'm not, I'm not one of those guys that says like the human body is more, you know, is better than machine necessarily, but hashtag John Henry. But by the time you blow (laughs) this stuff up, you know, I mean, there's stuff that's hard to measure. You don't get that? John Henry. John Henry's hammer versus the steam engine. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Man, the original man versus machine who could dig the tunnel fastest. Am I making this up? No. Am I ma- no, no, it's, I, no, it's no. just that I'm not knowlednable oh. in this area. Right. <laughs> it's a real story anyway. Was that okay. from lacking books or something? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I barely went to high school. <laughs> <laughs> but you mentioned bears and that terrified me. I got my mind thinking about something. So, like, I have a voice. But anyway. Yeah. For 15 my, more minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But my, my wife, okay, I, I have a huge fear of bears. Yeah, true. And it is not an unjust fear. They will track you. They should, you know, they will track you. They will stalk you and they will kill you. Right. They don't want to do it for food. Completely ruin your credit. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. But so we're camping and of course we go to the the Smoky Mountains of Tennessee because that's like where. Wait, wait, stop. By camping, you mean staying in a log cabin with four rooms and a pool table. But I had to walk my dogs. I had, to, I had to right. walk my dogs. Camping. Yeah. But, okay, so we're vacationing. But anyway, she made me go on these nature hikes, right? And, of course, I hear sticks breaking all around me. And, of course, to me, they're logs and they're bears. That's setting up your, right? off your panic alarm. So, right. right. So I'm sitting here freaked out the whole it's time. I can't blue even jay. enjoy the, the scenery. And I'm doing this whole number, you know, sh- right. turning my head, to, head on a swivel. And my wife's like, Oh my God! Would you just relax? Da 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 da. da. So then, like two minutes That's later, how she sounds, huh? Yes. Okay. When she's nagging, you say but you realize all I have if to this wasn't you, right? Yeah. If this wasn't your last podcast, it would have been. Yeah. For another right, reason. right. Yeah. But she may be. Uh, she doesn't watch your these. last appearance. My wife anywhere. cares about guitar tone about as much as I care about HGTV. You know what I mean? God, which is always on my house, on my yeah. television. That's all right. We'll forward but, her this one. Yeah, <laughs> good, good. <laughs> but anyway, so we're walking, and I see like a little stick. I'm like, "Watch out! You don't know if that's a stick or a snake." She almost takes off running. And yeah. She's like, "I hate snakes. I hate it." I'm like, "Yeah, right." You see where I'm going? Enough yes. said. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, bears will kill you. Snake will make you step somewhere else. Or kill you. Can't ride a yeah, no. They're yeah, evolving, bear. They're evolving. I had a snake in my driveway last night, actually. There's a snake in my boot. I was just saying, I had a snake <laughs> in my boot. <laughs> Steal my thunder. And what was the question really? again? I don't know. Um, the question was. <laughs> we always kind of tend yeah. to go down some path. Yeah. yeah. Well, being the last episode, and, I mean, you know. And then we ate cheeseburgers. <laughs> yeah. ate, now you won't have to we chase topics them. anymore, yeah. right? Um, let them go a little bit. Man, there's all kinds of let the baby stuff. have his bottle. I, yeah, let the baby have his baba. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, say there's a couple, but even after I'm gone, can you ask the one about pickup placement? Because I really want to know that one. What was the pickup placement? The one, we don't have time for it, but. Sure we do. Okay, so here's a question (laughs) I have. It's our show, we'll do what we want. Yeah, yeah, it's my crappy talent show for 10 more minutes. But but anyway, this is one that I've asked Brian. He's like, you know, I don't know. I should ask Frank. And so the, the placement of pickups between the bridge and the neck. And let me elaborate real quick. Like you said earlier, because I kind of asked you a little bit, but um, the main reason this ever came up was one of my favorite guitars is a, is a 330. And obviously that's uh, P90s 
But the first ones, like in the early 50s, I believe, only had one pickup mounted more towards the center. Right. And then they started adding two pickups, which obviously changed. You know, I mean, I guess it'd be closer to the bridge than it would be the neck. But, and I was I was telling, um, I was, I played one that was a one pickup and I fell in love with it. And okay. then I was telling this guy, Dave Bryant, who owns a store, my favorite store called Six Strings Down in Plainfield. And, um. There's a plug, Dave. But um, anyway, uh, I was telling him that I really want a 330, and I hadn't even considered it. And he was just like, he's like, yeah, you know, uh, just which one do you want? Like what year? And I said, well, I played one this. He goes, now be careful because I had one pickup. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, the other ones had two. And it still didn't click. I'm like, well, then I'd want that one. Right. And he two was is like, higher number. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, he was like, no. He was like, you got to realize the placement, the sweet spot's yeah. completely different. You don't know which one you like. So you need to play a two pickup version before you make that decision, right. especially when it's a $3,000. Right. What were you falling in love with? The guitar or the sound of a middle pickup? Exactly. So in your experience, have you, is that something you experienced? experiment with or you, you know what i mean yeah i mean we, the pickups pickup locations have kind of ended up where they are by mm -hmm. tradition you mm -hmm. know so I, I got another question but go ahead okay um and so if you're going to make a strat you put the pickups where they are in a strat right you know like don't mess with it you know what i mean a telly put it where a telly mm -hmm. is same thing with like a two humbucker guitar um but there are a lot of internet myth type things going around where it's like there's a, there's a sweet spot because of harmonic nodes and things right, like that. Right, of course. And, and that's that, science, you know. It can't be true, but it, that can't be true on a guitar because every fret, every time, with every fret you walk every, it up. It shortens or lengthens yeah, the scale. Yeah, it changes, right. And so it's like, do you, if it, it, and I'm not saying there aren't magic spots for pickup locations. I'm just saying. Some guitars resonate in different. Yeah, yeah, and so I'm just saying don't, don't worry about where the harmonics are in the thing, you know what I mean? Because if you mm -hmm. adjusted for something, then it's like, well, then if I play an F, it's wrong, right. you know, for that. So really what we're talking about is the distance from the bridge. Right, okay. And so with the bridge pickup, you're going, you know okay? <laughs> with the bridge pickup. I was just thinking, why just play an E? Solve the problem. Yeah, exactly. Just keep playing every song in E. <laughs> Open tune, And just baby. pitch ramp it in, in Pro Tools. So, or the James Tyler Berry acts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. So with the with the uh, with the bridge pickup, if you move it closer to the bridge, it gets really screamy and whiny. You know, mm -hmm. obviously because there's you know there's smaller movements in the bridge are create a more drastic difference because they're close to the edge of the string, mm -hmm. right? So right. everything's it's exponential. Um, I like a neck pickup as close to the neck as possible. That's just how I like it. Mm -hmm. So in a twenty. Four fret guitar, it's now bumped back a couple of frets worth. And so then maybe if you don't use a mounting ring and you jam it right up against the fretboard edge, it's, that's better mm -hmm. than like having 24 frets, having a little gap, and a mounting ring, right. and a humbucker. It's like, man, that's almost like where a middle pickup is. You right. know? And if anybody wants to think like, no, it's based on like the nodes and all the rest of this stuff, it's like, if that were true, then when I'm fretting... The 20 or 22nd fret, yeah. my neck pickup would sound like a bridge pickup, wouldn't it? You because would it's think. right there right. by the fulcrum point, and it doesn't. Right. So it's really back, you know, it, it's, we're really, everything's kind of based on the location 
of the pickup against the bridge. And if you have a right. 20 fret guitar and you run the neck pickup up against the 20th fret, it's even neck pickup a year. I'm, you know, I'm it's sorry, cool. 21 yeah. fret guitars make no sense, but go ahead. Right, it's the extra note that you'll never need. Yeah. You know? But Ingve still bends that one all the way up. Well, but I know, know, but why not get a 22 fret guitar? I know. You know blue notes. That's blue note, blue no, hashtag blue <laughs> notes. But here, here's my other question. So let's say um, you're Gibson, okay, and you put out your base model P90. Yeah. Okay. Wouldn't you consider like a different, like this P90 is going to sound good in, what are, you know, 330s or the Epiphone cohort, what's that, Casino? Yeah. Or, you know, Les Paul specials. Yeah. I mean, you but can would kind you of make say a, that, but like but would when, you those, make a, go ahead. when those guitars originally came out, they just had. Well, I'm talking the, about now. I'm talking uh, about but now. I'm saying like when they came out, right. they just had their P90 of in course. it. Of course. And so you wouldn't, re it wasn't really optimized for the position. Right. The difference of sound came from the position. Right, of course. So now you get into a discussion like, well, should we optimize pickups for That's the position? That's what I was getting ready to say. Like, would you make one specifically right. for a Les Paul Jr.? Right. Because the Jr. is completely different than the, the casino or, yep. or anything else they have. Friend of mine from yesterday that had put the fluences in the guitar, he's got one of those with the neck pickup way off of the neck, you know? And right. It's like, it's hiked, you know an inch back or something so you know, would you make a pickup you can yeah but, i mean you're gonna yeah, sell you tens can, of them you know exactly <laughs> yeah you can change the pickup to sort of fit the the the, the location i but didn't then, know if that was commonplace well but people. the problem is so like every, so every time you do that when you say to sell tens of it it's like right. every time you do that it'll be that the thing you did was more wrong for another guy yes he goes but i like this guitar Yes. You know, why'd you make it sound more like the other one that has the pickup yes. in the normal spot? So exactly. the only exception is the 24 fret guitar thing. Okay. And yeah, most of the time, if somebody's really into like a slash neck pickup kind of sound, if you're playing a 24 fret guitar, it's going to be a lot harder to obtain. Especially with the pickup ring. Yeah, ring. yeah. It just is because the pickup is not listening in that place. I mean, another way to look at it is like this. We take these SM57 type microphones and we put them in a certain spot against a guitar 12 inch speaker. And that's what gets, we, we move it around. And we're like, uh, that's where There's I like it. Great video on our, on our channel. Actually, Brian did that. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and he actually had a, the grill cloth the grill off cloth of the speaker. Of so you could actually physically right. see right where he's moving it. And right. boy, you can hear everything. There's yeah. a huge difference. And so then the thing is, well, if I'm going to take this microphone and I'm going to put it over here, and then I'm like, ooh, I don't like that. Well, does that mean like I could re-engineer a 57-type capsule to make it sound better, like when it, when it was in the sweet spot? Mm -hmm. Like, no, it's, that's a mechanical issue. You can't really overcome it. What happened? No, it's extra microphone. I'm good. <laughs> I think. Am I? Yeah. Can you want to pan them left and right, and I'll do a little, I'll do a little pan? <laughs> I try to get different. You know what? Try to get different tones. Totally self-serving for me. So thank you, Frank, because that's something yeah. I've always wondered. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. is that my my main question was, do modern manu manufacturers take different models into consideration? Right. So with there are some frets, yeah, there's some pickups. Like sometimes people th get a sense that like. You know, because DiMarzio has a strong association with Ibanez players and 24 right. fret guitars. And they're like, well, okay, so DiMarzio's pickups descriptions are probably going to be accurate in a guitar with 24 frets. Right. You know, like they made the pickup and it sounds this way and this artist plays it and he plays 24 fret guitars. So that's right. going to be the right way to hear that pickup. 
or the more accurate way as far as DeMar, how DiMarzio intended it for that artist mm-hmm. is in a 24-fret guitar, not your Les Paul. And then you go to something like a Duncan or whatever, and it's, uh, it's vice versa. Think about the Fluence pickups that, I mean, I have a friend, Greg Mara, who yeah, put him great in a, guy, man. Great he put him player. in a 24-fret Ibanez, the classics, and that second voice of the neck pickup that's got like a deeper low mid range, but also like some crisp treble, mm-hmm. like in his 24 fret guitar, it sounds so good, but it also sounds like, it sounds like really 22 fretish too. Really? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, it just I don't has exactly that know what you mean. Throaty. I'm not trained there, but I know what you mean. No, right. But it, you, you, you know, it's, I follow. <laughs> it, it seems to have defied the laws of physics a bit. Uh, in voice two in voice one it's very vintage paf-ish and so again sounds great like in the guitar and but also still reveals that it's in a 24 fret position and so his normal down position for the push pull on both of those pickups is voice two he has it wired you know backwards Backwards. yeah so the regular position is voice two and then you pull up on it and it goes to the voice one okay so now final thing and i know we're running kind of long but i have a guitar that All is right, being, is being built for me right now. Uh. <laughs> okay, so it's a essentially a double cutaway Les Paul special with humbuckers. Yeah. Okay, with a maple top. All right, quarter inch cap. What humbuckers do I want? Oh my gosh, I can't. What you've heard me play? You it's know what a I like. huge discussion. I know, I know. You've heard me play. Just you got. What would you sell me? Well, we're done. It's the Fishman Fluence pickups. All right, then I'm going to figure that out. I'm <laughs> I mean, there's two voices on it. Okay. You're, you're guaranteed to love one of them, if not both. <laughs> you know? What the heck, right? <laughs> uh, did you see Bob? Sorry. <laughs> but no, sorry, Bob. The, uh, the Bojo, if you will. Did you see what he wrote? Did you see what he wrote? <laughs> but Tommy Boy reference. Somebody yeah. loves our Chris Farley references, by the way. It's on the paper. But um, God bless you. Okay, so I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to figure out how to get the uh, those fishmen. That's easy. Yeah, but classics, not the moderns. The but, classics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, cool. So Brian pulled a max this episode. <laughs> oh yeah, you didn't yeah, say much. I, I was like, yeah. I tried to include you. Yeah, I, I tried yeah. several times. I mm. tried. Travis talked twenty four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> no, guys. Seriously, one more personal thing. You know, thank you guys for making the show what it is. With, I mean, don't get me wrong. Without you guys, we'd still be doing it, just not with microphones and cameras. But, <laughs> but no, yeah, this, this no, there like, would be microphones and cameras, yeah. but just pretend like would, <laughs> yeah. nothing would be on. Yeah, you know? it's funny because the premise of the show was we should just put a mic in here, like when we're driving to Nam or something. Yep. In yeah. our, our car rides, we're all just talking about stupid stuff. Yep. Yeah. And so, that's what we did. Yeah, that's what we did. But no, Slow guys. Clap. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. But, but you know, thank you guys so much for making the show what it is, you know, and, and obviously I'll keep tuning in, you know what I mean? And if you guys want me to be a guest, I'll definitely we'll come on. S- so. We'll have to Skype call you. you Skype call we're, me. We're not going anywhere, or are we? <laughs> or are we? <laughs> okay, so if you guys have any questions or comments, um, leave me out of it because I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Travis out. No, but, uh, yeah, and scene.
You told me I couldn't do that. No, it was you told me I couldn't do that. That's going to be the last. That's going to be the last. Now you're fired. So. Now I'm fired. <laughs> but uh, no, if you have any questions or comments, leave them in the YouTube section below. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Chasing Tone Podcast. Check out Max's blog, wobblerpedals.com slash blog. ChasingTonePodcast.com. Come mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wampa Pedals. What is it? Tone Group? Wampa Pedals? I've lost count now. Me too. Yeah. There's too many. Just, just, just go Wampler. Here's the thing. Go here's the thing. If you want to get a yeah. hold of us, you have multiple outlets, and we check them all daily. Yeah. yeah. More than daily. Yes. You know, several times a day. So if you guys have any questions or comments, uh, shoot them to us, or to them, I should say. <laughs> uh, for Frank, Max, and Brian, I'm Travis. Thank you guys so much. <laughs>